It's about time to take your great idea and turn it into a reality with Squarespace. They make it easier than ever to launch your passion project. Are you trying to showcase your work or sell products of any kind? Well, you can use their beautiful templates and customize just about anything and make a beautiful website all by yourself. And if you get stuck, they have 24-7 award-winning customer support that is there to help. Go to squarespace.com grace for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code grace to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This week's episode of Not Too Deep is a very, very special episode, and I, as always, am so excited about it. This week we have a repeat guest, Harley Morenstein, the sauce boss of Epic Mealtime, But this episode was actually recorded live in front of an audience at the Toronto Just for Laughs Comedy Festival not too long ago. It was so, so much fun, and it was wonderful to actually have a lot of you guys in the audience being there with us while we talked about the dumb stuff that we talk about here. And Harley Morenstein is one of the most hilarious digital content creators slash just human beings in life that I have ever uh, talk to and so I'm really excited for you to listen to this episode I, I think I laughed more than maybe anyone else in the room there so um, I apologize in advance for you having to listen to that but uh, I also say you're welcome because Harley gives your ears a gift so enjoy this live recorded episode of Not Too Deep from the Just for Laughs Comedy Festival with Harley Morenstein Exciting! Excuse me. I, uh, I I'm gonna unpack my things for a second because the podcast is way different than any uh, YouTube video or uh, no filter show that you have been to in the past. Maybe so. I brought some things with me that are necessary. Um, how are you guys? Thank you. I'll take your screams as a sign of excitement and not that any of you are in physical pain right now. Uh, Thank you for choosing me over hockey. Um, Oh, it's preseason. Okay, well, we didn't, I didn't need to know that. But all right, so yeah, that's like when your parents say, well, we thought you were gonna be a boy, but we're happy to have you, life, yay. Um, so, I am so excited to be, sorry, I brought a long sleeve shirt in case I get cold. <laughs> I just brought a lot of things. Oh, I brought a necklace, if I changed my mind about changing necklaces or adding a necklace. Oh, good, and I brought my camera, thank God. Okay, well, I thought that doing the first ever live installment of Not Too Deep was one really exciting, and even more exciting than that, was being able to do it in a town that I really like, Toronto. Yeah. This place is really great. So before we get into the actual podcast, I wanted to thank you guys for having me by showing you that I've taken the time to learn about your city. Um, I went online, the internet, and I asked other people to tell me important things about Toronto and about Canada in general. And then I collected some of the most important and um, 
really life-changing facts that I could find, and I wanted to read them to you guys really quickly. So, Stephanie Oliver said that we are sorry about everything even if it's not our fault. <laughs> so, educational, really good. It's a, yeah, yeah, that was a shitty comment, so. <laughs> Kasia Kozretswa says, Jays are doing pretty fucking well. <laughs> that, yeah, really fucking well at clogging all the streets with all the cars. <laughs> also, yay, sports. Um, oh, this is, this was actually very, Educational, I think it has like deep historical roots. Uh, Dion Jajala says, it is illegal to drag a dead horse down Yong Street on a Sunday. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> talk about having to change my plans. <laughs> Stephanie Panousis says, is she here or is that? <laughs> Great, the good thing about these lights are I can't see a single face. <laughs> So, right now, this is just a... Yep, that looks like a sound that's coming from there. Uh, well, Stephanie, you said that the Leafs have sucked since the 60s, and yet we still have to pay lots of money for tickets. So, if anyone wants to hang out with a lady with opinions, she's in that area. Uh, Pierce McMahon? says, we have Crunch Ho chocolate bars, which are everything. Is this true? Okay, well, you know, not all facts check out. That's why we fact check. Wait, Jack Chuck, I know. Rest in peace, Jack Ferry. He's alive. He's fine. Uh, Rachel Durfee says, it has the highest rate of mac and cheese bought in the world. Sure, that's worth celebrating. <laughs> oh, this was very, um, again, cultural, historical. Mary Rindos Frankenthal says, you can buy Tylenol with codeine over the counter, no prescription. <laughs> wow, okay, good to know your audience. <laughs> uh, and, oh... Juliana Rinaldi says, there are good people that live in this great city minus a few lol lol. <laughs> well, I believe that that's true because I want to introduce you to one of the great people that's from this country, not necessarily this city. It's my guest on this episode of Not Too Deep, a man uh, that some might call a myth, some might call a legend, I call him one of the tallest people I know. Uh, if you don't know this person, let me just play for you a little excerpt of one of the things I think is his greatest work to date. Uh, it's from the Streamy Awards 2014. Please give a quick listen to this important speech. Okay, let me go off book a little bit. It's always a good idea when you go off book. Here's the deal. Any YouTuber that touched this microphone tonight is a millionaire. Don't you ever forget that. 
Maybe it was cute in 2011, but it's 2014. Anyone that touched this microphone is worth millions of dollars. So you show them that respect. Lots of money. We're talking about money here. Yeah, yeah. So go out there, start a YouTube channel, because there's a lot of low-hanging fruit. And by low-hanging fruit, I mean millions of dollars. Everyone is rich on YouTube. Please welcome Harley Morenstein. Yes, that's yours. What's up, guys? Thank Yay! you so much for having me, Grace. Of course. Thank you so much for having me, Toronto. What? Yeah. Whoa. It's actually hand oils. I don't put any product in it. I just constantly touch it, and I have greasy hands. <laughs> so, it's a natural thing. I By mean, the way, was that Crunchy Bar, someone said? Cruncho. Oh, but they must have misspelled it. You never it had a crunchy? It's in no. a gold wrapper? No. It's like that golden honeycomb thing covered in, in chocolate. So sick. It's really good? Yeah, our chocolate game is really strong here. Why? Uh, I don't know. There's, there's some chocolates you can't get in the States that you can get here. Also, you can get codeine over the counter. I don't think so. I really, <laughs> I really do not. There's a crunchy bar in there? Oh, Eat my it now. gosh. Eat it now. Eat it now. You uh, need this. Yeah, I mean, being from New Jersey, one of the founding principles of New Jersey is eat anything out of a mysterious bag from a stranger. No questions asked. Make sure that you... Oh, okay. You know this now? Uh, Do you recognize this? No, wait. Is, no, that's a thing. Wait, no. is that coffee crisp? Is it coffee crisp? Eat that crisp? too. No, eat that too. <laughs> these, are like, these are like the best things we have. You that? You've never had that? No, is that what you're talking about? Eat that too. No, no we're not even. <laughs> Amazing. This is like, uh, this is a Butterfinger with a better ratio. Uh, of what to what? Of whatever's in a Butterfinger. <laughs> and this is a Mr. Big? You never had that? No, but do you guys love Sex in the City? Is that this is, I don't know that reference. Yeah, I don't, this is, I've, no, eat this too. You have to eat all these chocolate bars. Guys, we're going to put everything on hold for 12 minutes while oh, Grace eats four gigantic. Yeah, crunchy. you know that. But you guys are very, like, how do these separate themselves in the marketing markets? Words. What? Words. Words. <laughs> That's really true. Okay, but what's your favorite candy? My favorite candy or yeah. bar? What's, There's actually three of my favorite chocolate bars are here. What's the difference between candy and a bar? I don't think people here call them candy bars. They call them chocolate bars. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, Grace just ate a crunchy, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it. Okay, it's great. <laughs> but you know what? So, hold on, you have more food. People are. <laughs> Let me get that one for you. <laughs> By the way, this is my life. Like, when I go to restaurants sometimes and they have bacon items, they just keep. They just slide They bring food to me. Really? Yeah, yeah, they put it on the floor and slide it over to me. What? <laughs> They just make sure that it's in a gift bag first. What's um, in that bag? Um, in this bag. Oh Wait, my does God. this happen to you? People give you bags of shit they, like that? Um, oh, right. You guys have the craziest potato chips oh, here. Oh, you ever have ketchup chips? Uh, I have had them because uh, I was here for another convention and someone brought me ketchup chips and they are the most delicious. It's just yeah. like, it's just, it's just salt in a more solid form <laughs> that you put in your that body. Is, that's what ketchup chips are? 
I, I always taste a little bit of salt and vinegar inside. Yeah, of vinegar. It's, a, yeah. it's very vinegary. Okay, eat that bag of chips too now. <laughs> Get fat tonight. Tonight's Get the night. Get fat in front of me. That sounds like a Beyonce song. Get fat tonight. <laughs> if we hope hard enough, she'll make it happen. Um, so. Well, you don't well, need these anymore. Whatever. I know. This well, now thanks for making my snacks look like a pile. Yeah, of like shit. Uh, these. Yeah, sweet and salty peanut. Like you don't no, need any that's of this. What the, that's what the festival offered downstairs, and I just usurped what they gave me and turned it into my own story of my creative life. Okay. Um, now, getting into the podcast, uh, what happens here is that I have some burning, important questions that I would love for you to answer. And then you guys tweeted me a bunch of questions to ask Harley that we will get into later on. So will you answer some of the questions I have first? Yes. Yes. Oh, thank God. <laughs> because if you said no, this would have been real bad. <laughs> no, plan something else for me. Um, well, I have some candy. <laughs> okay. I thought I uh, was in a hotel this morning, and I thought of this question, and I don't know my own answer yet, but I would love to hear yours. Where in a hotel room do you think is the best place to leave a raw hot dog for housekeeping to find after you check out? Just one unwrapped raw hot dog. Like a loose weenie. Like a loose weenie. <laughs> uh, do, what's, hold on, wait. <laughs> that sounds like a new like Jack Black film. <laughs> loose weenie. <laughs> That's what we call them in Canada. Uh, but that's not true, by the way. Uh, wait, hold on a second. I need it. I can't just answer okay. and be like, in the top drawer. What? Okay, no, I want to know what, what do I want to get from this? Am I trying to freak her out? Am I trying to keep it there as long as possible so it smells for the next guest? Like, mm, do I want no. her to find it immediately after I leave? This, my assumption is that you have checked out of the hotel. Hours go by. Not days, hopefully. Depends on what kind of hotel it is. Uh, a random member of the housekeeping team begins to clean the room. It's a normal day for them. And, whoa, there's a loose weenie. <laughs> Starring Jack Black this summer. Starting, yeah. Adam Devine and Jack Black in <laughs> Loose Weenie. Uh, I'd buy a ticket. Oh, seriously. I'd um, go see the midnight showing. <laughs> okay, so you just, she, I want I, her to find it. Right, it's not going to be, it's not going to ruin her life. It's not nefarious. Or his life, who I'm, knows? It's not nefarious. I'm not no, trying to get them fired. Not at all. Where the manager's going to be like, how could you not find this loose weenie? You're just trying to give them a story that they have to tell someone else. Because okay. they can't live their lives well, not telling story, anyone. It's, if it's a story, yeah. then I'm, she's going to open the door. There's going to be a chair there, and the weenie is going to be hanging from a rope from the ceiling. And there's going to be a, a, a huge letter, like a gigantic letter of why this weenie didn't want to be here anymore. And she's going to have a story. It's going to have a suicide note? Yeah, weenie, su weenie suicide this summer, starring Jack Black and Adam Sandler. Okay, wow. That's different than what I thought. The weenie's already dead. The weenie's, I was just thinking I put it in the toilet. You know, one time... And then she just lifts it up and she's like, wait, well, it's not human feces, so I can't be that upset by this. I, uh, at, uh, at a baseball game once, I saw a Subway sandwich fully wedged, like 12 inches, <laughs> standing up in the toilet bowl, in a pile. <laughs> like, standing up out of the bowl. 
You made me think of that when you brought up the weenie in the bowl. <laughs> Someone got so upset. Someone's sick in the head out there. There's okay. sick people out there. <laughs> yeah. Like wasting the sandwich and also like. But also like placing it so perfectly. Yeah. It's almost art at that point, I guess. Truly. Like, basically, that's Epic Meal Time. <laughs> I was like, and that was the inspiration for Epic Meal Time. Uh, well, I'm glad to know. Yeah, that I was like, wait a second. There's a show here <laughs> that, will, that will bring in millions of dollars. And it starts with this Subway sandwich in this toilet bowl. Can I ask you what all the bacon stuff was? Do you guys follow Harley on Snapchat? If you don't, you should, because on more than two occasions, I have texted Harley after watching his Snapchat and been like, I need you to know, because I can't comment on Snapchat, that this made me laugh out loud. One, you and your dog, Tussie. Tussie. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, it's supposed to rhyme with pussy. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> That's not, yeah. <laughs> I would, but that wasn't it. No, Tussie's adorable. Tussie's like what you would call a butt. Like your, my grandma would call my butt my Tussie. Oh, we say Tushy. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she's an idiot. <laughs> Rest in peace, though. God, okay. Uh, and then the second one recently was when you were at the Streamies this year and Paula Abdul was at your table and you just had some random Snapchat of Paula Abdul with a glow stick just going like this. Like solo. It's like her and like her phalanx of security keeping people 50 feet away from her and she's there just like waving her thing like, hey, hey. <laughs> It was so perfect because everyone else in the room had glow sticks and was kind of waving it and she just wanted to be doing what everyone else in the room was doing but had no idea why. Yeah, Everything. you couldn't even see the front of her face. Her eyes were completely <laughs> rolled back in her head. I actually, Steve Saragoza from SourceFed, hilarious guy, he was walking up to her to take a picture and I was walking too and I saw him and we're both and he looked at me, he's like, don't you fucking dare. Don't you fuck. And I was like, dude, I'll actually fight you here. This is my Instagram. I will, I will totally fight you. And... I rarely use my size, but in this case, I'm like, no, this is Paula Abdul. I like you, Steve, but I, like, grabbed him and, like, moved him. I'm like, you got a fucking fake bird on your shoulder, bro. You're going to ruin this for all of us. She'll never be at Streamies again. No, and that's the only thing we can only hope for the success of the internet is that Paula Abdul comes to every future Streamies. Yeah. Straight up, exactly. <laughs> Who said that? How old are they? How old are you? Okay. God bless your cultural uh, intelligence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's not. That's not weird. Um, but anyway, your Snapchat story is hilarious. But so wait, hold on. You think there's actually people that don't follow Harley plays on Instagram and Snapchat and Twitter? How dare you? Uh, yeah, because <laughs> oh, two of the greatest stories. One was when you analyzed very deeply a scene from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles over like 300 seconds of Snapchat. I was on that like, over-the-counter codeine that night. But it was so... Like, you could see your teaching roots come through where you're like, I need to explain this. And it was very articulate and like, I got it. And I was like watching it for the comedic value, but I understood all of the layers of symbolism like, and by brotherhood. The end of it, by the end of it, you were like, true. Yes, true. yes. I was like, they are brothers and they are preparing to battle. I do understand this. That and your night at the Taylor Swift concert 
won me over. It was a story of romance and love like I've never <laughs> seen before. Harley like fell in love with Taylor Swift. I like broke up with her by the end of the Snapchat too. <laughs> She was like on this gigantic moving walkway. She's like coming at me, and then she's like right over me. And then I'm like, You're going there with them? I'm like, They don't even have their tickets, like, they have the worst tickets to the show, even. But whatever. Uh, but anyway, recently you Snapchatted all of this bacon wear. Bacon gloves. Bacon gloves, like a giant bacon, bacon hat. hat. <laughs> yeah. Did it, you see my bacon face? There's a face even of me. Of you? Yeah. Is what is that for? Are we allowed to know or is this Basically it's a commercial and uh, like obviously commercials that I get revolve intensely around bacon. They're gonna be like, so yeah. your naked body, you're completely covered in bacon. And then you go, <laughs> bacon and then like uh, and then you leave you leave set after that. But in this case it was like they made like my head out of bacon, a bacon hat, bacon gloves, and, and these are the jobs I get. They're like, they're yeah. like, come here. We need you at 8 a.m. until 8 p.m. You're going to be uh, touching all this. We're going to be wearing bacon gloves. And you're going to, I ate a seaweed that is supposed to taste like bacon. It's called dulse. What? It's a seaweed that scientists, they said that um, <laughs> the, uh, that the seaweed tastes like bacon. I tried the. Uh, Wait, what scientists are in a lab uh, trying they're, to determine? Actually, they're from, uh, they study the science of lying because it tasted nothing <laughs> like bacon. It actually like. It tastes. It, it smelt like a wet dog's paw, <laughs> and the texture of it was burnt garbage bag. I and mean, even if I I could get past that, I tasted it, and I'm like, it it tastes like salty ocean carpet. Like there's <laughs> nothing about it. And then they're like, your line is yum. Stop, Harley. Stop. <laughs> I actually they're like, say what you want. And I did like 15, where I'm like, and I I said basically the same thing. I'm like, an octopus has slept on this garbage. I hate these scientists. <laughs> I have no faith in science anymore. And they're like, great, great. And can we just get you to say, uh, not bad. <laughs> and I was like, but it is bad. They're like, yeah, but come on. You want to get paid, right? And I'm like, I'm not going to sell out. Not bad, not bad. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> We're all millionaires. <laughs> okay, uh, my next question is. $412,000. That's a real number that Grace sees on a weekly basis in conversation. <laughs> And she has to make decisions about her following months looking at a number like four hundred twelve thousand dollars. Yeah, life how cra is how crazy. crazy is that? Life is crazy, dude. I actually I completely made that up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I didn't make up? What? A vine sells for seventy thousand dollars on the internet. One vine? A popular vine will sell for seventy thousand dollars. They don't even edit. Wow. It's all on the phone. It's all on the phone. Yeah. Technology. Our job looks real now. <laughs> I know. Like now we. <laughs> I mean, God bless Vine. I love Vine, and I I take much comedy out of Vine. It makes me laugh really hard. But thank you, Vine, for making us look like business professionals. <laughs> no, it's it's really great. Yeah. Um, okay. Speaking of Vine, what guy's <laughs> name sucks the most? Derek. Next. Wow. See, when I, I, and I'll tell you, when I was younger, um, <laughs> when I was like 15 in high school, okay. I was like 6'3", named Harley, and I was like two times the size of everyone around. Right. And I was always just like, oh, I'm like, why can't I be like 5'7 and be named Derek, like my friend Derek, who's so hype. <laughs> and now I'm just like, oh, thank God I'm not Derek. And What's Derek doing now? Derek's awesome. He's like great. He's like fucking hella ripped. He's got, like, sick tattoos. Okay. He's got a nipple piercing. Well, Derek's everything I would never be, 
but I respect what he is. I'm just happy I'm not Derek okay. anymore. <laughs> so, and I'm kind of mad at Derek's because one day I wanted to be Derek, and that prevented me from being happy with being a mutated Harley. And now I'm happy I'm a mutated Harley because who would ever watch Epic Meal Time with Derek? No, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't. No, Derek. Yeah, people named Marcus probably. <laughs> See, I would say the worst guy's name, and this is no specific uh, association, but Kevin. Kevin. Like, Kevin's not going to lead a revolution. No. <laughs> Kevin would, like, would, would fuck up a revolution. Can we swear? Of course we okay. can. Yeah. Kevin would fuck up a revolution and, like, it wouldn't even make it into the books. No, Kevin. He would, like, mess up, like, communication. But, Kevin, you didn't fucking plug in the thing? We're never going to get the message across to the resistance, you fool. No one will ever like Kevin. Yeah, I feel like yeah. Classic Kevin. Kevin's just a consummate fuck up, but yeah. God bless. We need Kevins and Derricks so that uh, like Harleys and Obamas look great. <laughs> <laughs> Kevins and Derricks like put their fingers in the nut bowls at the bar and don't actually take a nut out. I hate them. Don't you hate them? Yeah. Is there a Derrick here? Well, not now. Because <laughs> I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> I'm going to kick your five foot seven ass. Is there a Marcus here? I'll kiss you on the cheek. <laughs> That's worse. Okay, I've asked this question to, I think it was to Jenna before, um, but it's something that just really intrigues me. What sport would you most want to replace the athletes with excitable old women? Because, and, and women that are like excited not only about like life, but excited to be playing whatever sport it is that they're doing and are like health, like in a very healthy mindset, competitive. Can but they not, skate? I mean, this is your world. Like I want to say hockey, but only if they can skate really well. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't want to be like hockey, and then it's just like old bitches sliding around on their stomachs on the ice, like laughing. Like, I want them to play. I just think about the first alternative. Like, do you, that, that's an entire episode of America's Funniest Home Videos. It's just old women falling on ice, but they have complete padding, so they're not getting hurt. So have you can, watched America's Funniest Home Videos lately? Uh, not lately, but I can guess that they're hurting because the internet has taken everything that was their show. I know. Well, that's it. Like, I'll catch it, like, in, like, lonely hotel room scenarios where I'm there and I'm like, it's 3 a.m. and there's nothing to eat and I'm not tired. I'm talking about last night. Yeah. And uh, I'll, like, watch it and, like, now you see videos. I'm like, wait, like, you made that. I, like, oh, yeah. I'm on the internet. I know when it's a fake prank or a oh, fake something. Yeah. Like, I have a trained eye for this now. And I'm, like, watching it. And I'm like, no, that guy didn't get hit in the balls. He was on my pilot. Like, <laughs> that guy's an actor. So I just assume no one mails. No one no. takes their cassette and puts it in an envelope and licks it and mails it to America's Funniest Videos. And they're no. like, hope I get the 10K. <laughs> like, it doesn't happen. They make it. Everyone's an actor in there. Wanna, Everyone in the audience. I would love a show of all of, like, the families and groups of people that were up for the 10K. You know how they show the last three families? They're always waiting in the audience. Like, yes, look, we brought our grandmother. She's here cheering us on, too. And they don't win. I would love just like a conversation with all of those people at once. Also, I've learned that one of my favorite 
jobs that anyone could have as an adult is um, a sound effects editor. Because if you go back and watch like uh, the Bob Saget hosted America's Funniest Home Videos, the funniest part are the noises they add in that didn't exist in the actual thing to begin with, where someone hits their gore and it's like boing, boing, boing. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, like, boing, 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 yeah. like that noise. <laughs> Whoever made it gets a check for like twenty six thousand dollars, like yeah. every six months. Be like, Here's yeah, your this, this was used four thousand times in the last six months. <laughs> you flicked a popsicle stick between two pieces of metal, and that noise has <laughs> made an impact. Yeah. Uh, That's my favorite thing. Do you watch Wipeout ever? That's the uh, it's uh, like NBC show. They're jumping on big balls. Yeah, and they fall it's in the like water. A, it's like a what is the Ninja Warrior, but but like not, but like real dumb, yeah. real dumb. Someone said if you could replace, someone had a, an executive meeting at NBC, <laughs> and they're like, take one of our shows and just replace it with like fat old women, <laughs> excitable old women, <laughs> they're like, what and they're like Ninja Warrior, and they're like, okay, let's call it Wipeout. Yeah, we'll and that was basically. <laughs> the beginning of that show. But the best part about Wipeout are the sound effects. There are sound effects every three seconds that make it seem so funny, where it's literally like someone falling, and it's like, (laughs) (laughs) so great. It's really, I mean, television will never die. Okay, I watch television on mute. Because I'm like, I don't want to be lonely, but I have shit to do. So like, I'll turn on the TV, and I'll be like, oh, you guys are still here. Okay. Okay, good. It's just like quiet and like scary when you're like alone and you're like, I got things to do, but it's quiet. But it's quiet. Yeah, I just, (laughs) I I also like try and distract myself with some noise or something because otherwise I just live in a constant fear that I'm going to be kidnapped and murdered. That would never, that doesn't scare me. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you know, we're, we're different in what we can do for our self defense. (laughs) You and I. I'm like, you know, when you're like, you become dead body weight and you're like, no. Like, I don't know if you ever done when you're like, like, can't pick me up. No, nope, oh, yeah. not moving. In. Like, if I do that. That's my favorite thing. I call it limp child. It's a. <laughs> which is my favorite line of defense as an adult when you don't want to go somewhere or do something. It's like, just. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, great. but limp, limp, large man. Impossible is, to Yeah, move. exactly. <laughs> you need a team, you need six, well, six people. God, you, I mean, Derek is jealous of you now. <laughs> He's not, though. Derek's, like, really got his shit together. <laughs> Did I tell you he has his nipple pierced? Just one? Yeah. All right. I don't I mean, know, actually. I mean, there's room for improvement. He's got another nipple. Maybe. You know, it might be both. One nipple is like, completely covered with a tattoo. So I don't know, like... <laughs> of course it is. That's so Derek. Uh, speaking of Tusi, uh, what... Tusi. What... What human job would you want Tusi to have? Do you know I almost called him Shaguk? Shaguk? For a long time, I was sitting there like it actually it took me like a week to name him. I sat there, I'm like Tusi, like a little butt, like he's got a little Tusi, like I want to. And then I was like, I could call him Shaquille because that would be cute because he's like like Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, well, there's uh, no other Shaquille out there, right? I mean, there could have been your dog. Yeah, but... that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, and then I thought, Young Shaka. And then I was like, maybe just Shaguk. And people were like, where's the name from? I'm like, it doesn't matter. He's an animal. <laughs> he's an animal. He has nothing. Like, he's this big. He can honestly die any second. I live my life every day knowing that at any moment, my dog can die. My dog, if he jumps off the couch, dead. I swear. I swear, there's so many things in the world that can kill that dog. I he know. sometimes wakes up, 
and he gets so excited that he's awake again that day that he starts like shaking. He starts shaking. I'm like, oh, the dog's shaking. Like I have this like, I have like a toothpaste thing with like brown sugar toothpaste in it. And I give him like, oh, he's shaking. I gotta give him like a little thing, like a toothpaste. And I put it on and he's like, oh, okay. And I know he's gonna be living for like another 40 minutes Wait, at least. What? You give him brown sugar so that it calms him down? It's like, it's like this like toothpaste of like brown fishy sugar gunk. Okay. So that your dog doesn't die if he's a little dog that like needs a little sugar boost. And like he wakes up some <laughs> so days and he's like, Gets too excited about <laughs> being alive that his I heart like might just explode yeah, out of his mouth. any at any moment like Tussie's heart might explode. I mean, yeah, what a fun stress-free life you live. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just it's not stressful. I'm like, oh, he's shaking. Is he gonna die? Do I have time to open up Snapchat right now? Like, is this yeah first dog to die on Snapchat? Like, think about that. I mean, think of all the brand deals you'll get after that. <laughs> Uh, what was the question? What human job would you want Tosi to do? And now, like, I want the lowest stress job possible for your dog. Yeah. Um, bus driver. He has a, I gave my dog a mullet haircut. I know you did. That was the other thing. Yeah, Harley Snapchatted. Uh, Tosi got a mullet. Yeah, I gave you- him a mullet haircut. And uh, he would just be a perfect bus driver at that point. At least in Montreal, bus drivers have mullets. Is that true? That's very fashion someone, forward. Uh, someone gave me like the longest list of like like what a mullet is, like different terms for it, like a, a Wisconsin waterfall. <laughs> wow, that's really beautiful. Yeah. But wait, did you give it to your dog yourself, or you had like a, a groomer that you had to explain? I, I would like my dog to have a mullet. No follow up questions, please. Yeah, I went to a woman and I was like, "Hey, uh, you know a mullet?" <laughs> and she was like, "Yeah, we're in Montreal. Everyone's bus driver is mullet." I'm like. I want that on the dog. <laughs> on this dog that might die while you're cutting its hair. Yeah, yeah. And you know what's crazy? I think they did like some fucked up shit to the dog. Because let me tell you what happens. Whenever I rewatch the video of me walking in there and the door opens in the video, there's a bell noise that it makes. And my dog, every time it happens, he's like... <sighs> And, like, goes into this, like, relapse, like, as if, like, he was in Vietnam and, like, he's, like, reliving everything that happened there. Like, I don't know what they did, but he needs another mullet. It needs to get touched up, so he's going back. I mean, that's worth a Yelp. Yelp No, because they made a sick mullet and they don't promise you anything other than they'll cut the dog's hair properly. So, no if you have a weird dog that you need sugar toothpaste to survive, like, it's your own fault. Okay, I you guess You shouldn't have bought true. that genetically modified incestuous creature that's like this big that will... Yeah, that looks like it's... I mean, Mamrie, Hannah, and I... Oh, don't question, even get me started on that. No, thought. we question... <laughs> no, the three of us questioned if your dog is animatronic because it doesn't blink ever in any of your Snapchats and the facial expression never changes and it moves only a little bit and very quickly and then it stops. <laughs> that dog is like such a creature. It really There's like no it lo- it's a cartoon. It. It's a cartoon that someone like made a wish on a genie lamp and it came to life and was like, I have no other emotions than this. <laughs> <laughs> but it lives in your beard a lot, which is really fun. <laughs> Anything recently you wish you could unsee? <laughs> or unhear if you've heard anything that's unsavory. I think like I commit 
and say things that people would like to unsee or unhear. Like, they come from me. I'm patient <laughs> zero. I just laughed over there. <laughs> as if he's like, he's finally admitting this. <laughs> it's my uncle. Uh, um, like, I'm patient zero of things that people want to unsee and unhear. Like, it starts here. Yeah. I, so I, there's nothing. Is there anything, okay, then your parents tell you that, like, is one thing that they wish you would stop doing or that you didn't do? Because one of my favorite things also on your Snapchat is that you always film your parents and your grandparents in the most unflattering ways possible. <laughs> you literally just go, Mom, you're on fucking Snapchat. Yeah, and Snapchat. she's like, don't you dare, Harley, don't you fucking dare. And then I'm like, it's up. And she's like, it better not be up. Maybe I'll put you, I'm like, Mom, no one fucking follows you on Snapchat. <laughs> so, and you don't even have the app open. Like, I know what you're doing. It's like, I'll get it. I'll get it. <laughs> my, mom, my mom started a Twitter for like a minute. And oh. she was like, I'm going to get everyone. And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, I'm going to get everybody. And then like, she has like a Twitter everyone. and she has like one tweet. It's like, at Oprah. And it's like, let me have you. She gets the last laugh because she's got a new show on the OWN network next season. <laughs> We're like, God damn, she knew. Okay, today is Olivia Newton-John's birthday. Sure. How does that make you feel? She's 67. I thought, like, I thought we were going to do something. I'm like, is she going to make us do something now? Like, are we going to put on, like, leotards and dance? Like, oh, like, me? That I was yeah, gonna... We're not going to do anything. No, eh? no, zero oh. percent. I was just doing some Googling today, like oh, I do, and wow. it's Olivia Newton-John's birthday. All right, HBD to ONG. ONJ. Excuse me? Good for her. Happy birthday to oh. Olivia Newton-John. <laughs> You don't. That's you don't say that every year no, on this day. Some, this day of September. I thought that was some like September, Canadian gang sign or something. No, there's no such thing. This episode of Not Too Deep is brought to you, of course, by our good friends at Squarespace. I am genuinely a huge, huge fan of Squarespace. They allow you to build professionally looking, professionally designed websites, regardless of your skill level. You need no coding knowledge at all. And it looks like you have created the most professional website, blog, etc, etc, of all time. It's basically the way Instagram makes you feel like you're really, really great at taking photos when we know you're not. Squarespace makes you feel like you're really, really great at building websites. They have super, super, super simple drag and drop tools. Everything is so simple to learn. I actually built a website on Squarespace years ago for uh, my YouTube channel that I originally had with my friend Michelle. We created graceandmichelle.com and I sat all day creating a website off of Squarespace because a friend had recommended it to me. And I felt like I had gone to Carnegie Mellon for computer science for four years. And I didn't. I went to an in-state school for four years studying vague communications classes. <laughs> and it, it's just one of those really simple tools that, that really makes a difference, especially if you want to be taken seriously in the ever-populated world of the internet. And if you go to Squarespace and sign up and use the offer code GRACE, you get 10% off of your first purchase. Yay! 10% is more than 0%, so why not give it a try? If you're looking to make a splash in the digital space, go to Squarespace, use the offer code GRACE, and get 10% off your first purchase. Back to the podcast. 
Okay, um, I have a couple games that I do want to play with you, but before I get into that... See, you could, I can't say that to people. I would oh. never be able to have someone come on my show and be like, I got a couple games I want to play with you. Yeah, especially... Like, how scared I know, would you be? And a show that's only in audio. <laughs> um, but these are, these are really fun. But before we get into... Can you into imagine you came on my show and it was just us and I was like, I got a couple games I want to play with you. The first one is What's in My Butt. Oh, yeah. It's so different. It's such a different experience coming from you I know. than from me. I'm very self-aware that I get away with a lot more things than six foot seven burly men do. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> but I that said, I live in a constant fear that I'm going to be kidnapped, so let true. me have this. True. Like at VidCon, do kids, kids touch you and hug you? I know where this is going. Because <laughs> like, kids come to me and they're like, oh, man, can I hug you? And I'm like, yes, safe hug. And I'm like... <laughs> touch their shoulder and I'm like <laughs> distance, like yeah. it's weird it's a weird thing when like a like a like a, a little boy or a little girl is like can I touch your beard I'm right. like you're not don't don't ever talk to a man and say that don't do that well, don't talk to strangers don't hug strangers <laughs> I know I'm on the internet but you really don't know me well, that, that being said here's a safe hug <laughs> is that your mom and dad okay tell them to go buy you a t-shirt from shop.evermealtime.com <laughs> That's amazing because you're very self-aware. There's a lot of people that are not as self-aware as you. It wouldn't think like that. So that's actually very responsible. I was and a teacher. Like I know. if I ever had a student stay after class, I would have to select another student to stay with them. Oh. So you'll never be alone with a child. Like it's just that's just what you do when you're a man and you're teaching. Like sure. you just always gotta watch your back. Like so then I go to VidCon and they're like, oh Sauce Boys, I'm gonna hug you. I'm like, stay back. Don't you touch me. <laughs> And this is a story of Harley Morenstein Mace's three 13-year-olds because they got too close to hugging him. Uh, well, I appreciate your, uh, your responsibility, and I think it's really important, even though it does sound crazy. <laughs> um, on, a, on a lighter note, who would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at? Now, here's my theory. Yeah. <laughs> cold spaghetti, not a violent uh, form of... Uh, not, it's not, it's not, it's not it's assault? Not, it's not assault. No, unless it's sal assaulted. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, but it, it, gets a, it gets a message across. Yeah. Uh, I'm like 99% sure that there's like four episodes of Epic Meal Time where I'm throwing cold spaghetti at people or it's being thrown at me. <laughs> I've oh, never actually. I think done we made it. cold spaghetti tacos once. <gasps> like, I think this is just. That sounds amazing. Like, cold spaghetti's my job. Right. Yeah. That's like, it's on my CV. Your life is so hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cold spaghetti? I'm trying to think for myself who recently would I throw cold spaghetti? I think my little brother. I think that, like maybe I choose your little brother too. Never yeah. met him. Didn't even know you had a family. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no one knows. What are they like? Uh, they're alive. Derek Helbig. Yeah, Derek Helbig, really great. <laughs> Two nipple piercings. Yeah, <laughs> he has evolved. Uh, because I think of Epic Meal Time, I'm like, okay, like why, why take cold spaghetti and throw it in Trump's face if I could submerge him into a bathtub of cold spaghetti? Oh, okay. I would rather do that. You ever see those scenes? Like, no. Like, well, I don't know what I'm thinking of. Like, if it's <laughs> like, like, like exorcism or something, where it's like, and then you will be cleansed of all the spirits or whatever. Am I talking about a baptism? Maybe, <laughs> maybe. 
I'm Jewish. Uh, <laughs> so that works. I want to give way. someone a cold spaghetti baptism. I oh. choose Trump. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to think that choose the thing that would go most viral. That's what days. I was gonna say. Yeah. I was like, if that doesn't get sent to America's Funniest Home Videos, <laughs> I don't know why you would even do it. And I know you you've been on the podcast before and you've already answered this question, but I forget everything about 30 seconds after they happen. So I would love for you to re-answer this. If you could tell me your worst pants shitting story, but only use three words or three small phrases. For example, mine is college jogging front lawn. <laughs> yeah, it's no follow-up. Have I ever shat my pants? And I'm thinking I answered this question, so like... I don't Maybe know. I already shat my, and I'm like, did I have like, ha, like, have I, have I been doing like a lot of over-the-counter codeine that I don't remember? <laughs> you forget? That I'm it's losing likely, memories? You might have said that you, does anyone out there remember what Harley's answer was? Who? Are, you I didn't have, have one. one. Oh, oh, he's one of, you were God. one of those. This, oh, uh, this has been like the defining thing on the podcast has been you're either a person that immediately recalls a pants shitting story or you're not. And the people that are not, I do not understand. <laughs> I'm like, I actually like, I, I, it's, I'm surprised. Like, I look like a man that would shit in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> a guy that deals with huge amounts of food from a very yeah. variety yeah. Like that you, pushes his body to a digestive limit has never shit <laughs> his pants. <laughs> I'm like the guy where someone's like, yo, you see that guy over there, Harley? And they're like, which one's Harley? The one in the black shirt or the guy that looks like he shits his pants? <laughs> yeah, the guy that looks like he shits his pants. <laughs> I had one. Standing peeing gravity. Standing peeing gravity. Whoa. <laughs> but standing peeing gravity. Well, okay. Was that? But oh, then that's that not shitting your pants. No, Am I pissing my pants probably, at the same time? I think it, you probably deferred to a pissing your pants story, which is worst bowel movement. That's what that was from. Oh, wow. Thank God that there's other people to remember yeah. our lives for. Us. You follow me on Snapchat. You should now. You should I'll show definitely. you lots of bowel movements. <laughs> Promise you that. Don't hug this man. <laughs> you okay. can, just don't squeeze me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, anyway, you've already answered that question before, so that wasn't really very fair. I didn't even answer it. Young lady in the crowd reminded you me. Had, you deferred to a young lady in the audience who answered that question for you. There's a young but, woman here, and she knows and my she bowel knows. movements more than me. But I do have a couple um, quick things that I think will be really fun. One, um, somehow through a bunch of Google searching this morning, I got onto a Forbes article about the Wiggles. I was talking about the Wiggles? No, 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 you weren't. I just happened to look it up on the internet. Just completely independent of you being I on gotta the podcast. I got to say, you know, the, in a way, the Wiggles brought me to YouTube. The Wiggles, the yeah. Australian band for yeah. kids? Oh, the Australian band. I was going to say the Australian trillionaires. Oh, I know. That's what the Forbes article was about. Yeah. Yeah. Wiggles, like, could buy all of your favorite YouTubers. Yeah, it's true. It's really yeah. true. As silly and dumb as they seem, like, yeah. they are businessmen and women. Yeah, God like bless. those turtlenecks are Versace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those, those pleated pants are cashmere. That's not a, a friendly guy in a dinosaur costume. That's an actual dinosaur that's with them. 
Uh, but I thought of this game that I thought would be fun. I'm going to give you the name of a song, and you have to tell me if it's a Wiggles song or a Jonas Brothers song. Okay. All right. Okay. So, uh, so just you know, go with your gut. First. Side song. note. Yeah. Is that allowed? Of course. Okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> I was like working on a show, and then I it was through Snapchat, and it was like a Snapchat show, and then uh -huh. I got like somehow like something happened with my Snapchat, so I contacted the app that was using the Snapchat for whatever, and um, the email comes back, and it's like, oh yeah, the breach of security probably happened, blah blah blah, and I was like, okay yeah, so we're just gonna change it, whatever. Anyways, the end of the email was signed, Kevin Jonas. So I'm like, does he work for Snapchat? Now? Kevin Jonas, like. Kevin Jonas, and uh, I mean he's n the, he's not in a band anymore. No, he's actually like a sick, sick programmer, coder. <laughs> like, like Wait, this is real. This is the real Kevin Jonas. This is it for real. Like I even like like I pop in on his Periscope streams. Like I spoke to him on the phone. He's got my number multiple times. Like this is funny. Like I'll get like like Grace could call me or text me, and I'll be like Psh, whatever. But like, Kevin Jonas calls me, and I'm like, I don't even answer. I don't even. I miss the call because I'm trying to screenshot it happening. <laughs> no, just trust me. <laughs> I don't have to prove shit to you. <laughs> and that's how the internet works. <laughs> but like, so I've missed his calls. I'm like, wait, can you screenshot while someone's calling you? And I'm like, trying to do it. Wait, so this, I'm okay. Yeah, just he's to make a sick sure app developer, programmer. Kevin Jonas from the original Jonas Brothers. Yeah, he's actually like a, like an app store rock star now. Like the rock star has never ended. I You checked it? Who's that? Okay. What? Do you work for him? Yeah. Well, well, oh well. God. We all have a new app. Great. Well, I'm glad I Hold I'm, on a second. What? Am I gonna get in trouble for talking about the Jonas Brothers now? Yeah. What? You called out Kevin's right before we started talking about Kevin Jonas. Oh, shots fired, Kevin! Kevin, if you're watching this, bro, like honestly, like I, I came because she's in Canada. Like I don't, I wouldn't even, like, bro. You're my right? allegiance is to you, Kevin Jonas, not to Grace Helbig. Dude, Kevin Jonas is a very powerful man. Yeah. You do not cross Kevin Jonas. I, I mean, I'm okay with it being Kevin Jonas. If it was Kevin Richardson from the original Backstreet Boys, <laughs> then I would be scared. Either way, I'm going to continue with this game because I spent a long time looking up Wiggle songs. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, when I was younger, I went to the Backstreet Boys concerts. I'm proud of you for admitting that. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> you know which one was my favorite? Which Backstreet Boy? The, the one, one with the hole looked... in his heart. Kevin Luttrell was a Brian Luttrell, aka. I mean, Brian. No, no, I like the one that looks like he shits his pants. <laughs> Cowboy hat, AJ. Come on. AJ. Oh yeah. <laughs> AJ, was that facial hair tattooed on? What was happening? Yeah. I mean, he kept <laughs> chin straps from ever being cool. <laughs> okay, Wiggle song or Jonas Brothers song? Okay. You make me feel like dancing. Oh, that's, that could be. No help, no help. Uh, you know, this is what I'm going to say. I'm going to say a Jonas Brothers song mm -hmm. because the Wiggles, they don't talk about feelings. Oh. You tuck your feelings in your turtleneck. But they do talk about dancing. That was a Wiggles song. Uh, fuck yeah. the Wiggles. <laughs> okay. Uh, hot potato. Okay, I feel like this is misdirection. This has got to be a Jonas Brothers song. This is not Camp Hot Potato or something? 
It's a Wiggles song. Fuck. So I know it's something I wish was a Jonas Brothers song. Maybe I'd be into their music if it was titled like that. Uh, Hot Potatoes is a sex position in Canada, by the way. Okay. Derek was the hot potato king. <laughs> you actually have to have nipples pierced to do the hot potato. Sorry. Uh, Sorry. Uh, yeah, metal conducts more heat. Pom-poms. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no help. Text among yourselves. There's no way you're going to open up with three Wiggle songs right off the bat. So regardless of what it is, I was going to say this one's a Jonas Brothers song. It's a Jonas Brothers song. Yeah. yeah. Pom-poms. Pom-poms. What could it possibly be about? Okay. Who got the bones? I, I feel like the Wiggles being edutainment, they wouldn't go and word something like, who got the bones? I feel like that's, that's Jonas Brothers. No. Wiggles got real urban. Who got the bones? <laughs> Okay, uh, <clears throat> three animals. Jonas Brothers? That's a Wiggles song. Fuck the Wiggles. <laughs> fuck them. Honestly, fuck them. Okay, fruit salad. Wiggles. Yeah, that's a Wiggles song, fruit salad. I just really wish it was a Jonas Brothers song. <laughs> uh, summertime anthem. That's Jonas Brothers. Yeah, that is. Yeah, Jonas yeah. The Wiggles Brothers. don't do anthems. <laughs> they don't have a single anthem. That's the problem with them. They just have so M much money. Of dollars. <laughs> uh, they live together. You know that? The Wiggles. Yeah. Why is that not like a Big Brother reality show? I don't know. I think it's because I'm lying. Someone get Kevin Jonas on the phone. <laughs> Let's develop this. <laughs> okay, two more. What I go to school for. What? What I go to school for. Is that like the same as who got the bones or is it like... <laughs> you tell me. Music like, is a universal language. Is it a question or is it a statement? There's no punctuation Is it on like it. what I go to school for? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you were or trying to... Or is it like this is what I go to school for? There's no this. Yeah, but it might just because that's too many words for a song title. <laughs> but what I go to school for is not too many words. Jonas? It is Jonas, Jonas. Brothers. I, I assume it's about a crush, and she's what he goes to school for. But then he's calling her an object. What? Instead of who I go to school for. Save it for your Snapchat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last one. Aw. Year 3000. Oh, the Wiggles. Jonas Brothers. What do you mean, oh. no? Like, I'm supposed to fucking know oh. the Jonas Brothers songs. Like, when I talk to Kev, we talk about apps. Well, that's good. I can't believe how disappointed in me everyone was. Like, yeah. oh, my God, he doesn't know Year 3000. Yeah, Fruit Salad didn't polarize them, but Year 3000 really set the audience on fire. Okay, and really quick, before we get into our Twitter questions that are going to end the podcast, I thought we would play Fuck, Mary Kill, the Canada version. Cool. Okay, um, so let's go with some female musicians. Fuck, Mary Kill, Avril Lavigne, Shania Twain, Celine Dion. Um, well, okay, I'm, keep your opinions about killing Celine to yourself. 
Yeah, first of all, you're wrong. Because uh, I'm going to tell you right away I'm, I'm marrying because, Celine. Yeah, uh, well, and, I, and I'll explain that in a second. Whoa, no. Whoa. got to fuck some of them. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to fuck. Uh-huh. I'm gonna, guys, this is my question. Everyone's... <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck Shania Twain. Yeah. I think that's probably correct. Look at me, Grace. I'm a fucker so good. Um, I'm gonna. I bet, okay. <laughs> Back to that question about something I wish I could unsee and unhear. <laughs> <laughs> that moment. Okay, go on. I'm Former like, does history. that impress you much, huh? Or what? <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I don't want to say I'm gonna, I would kill Avril Lavigne. I wouldn't, I wouldn't kill her. Okay, so we don't say kill. She's the one I disregard. Okay, yeah. I remove Avril Lavigne from the equation. Okay. And I, uh, I marry Celine. Yeah. Uh, But then you have to deal with Rene. Who is that? That's her husband. That's her manager turned husband. It's a weird scenario. I don't give a fuck about Rene. Wow. I'm trying to deal with that bank account, boy. You know, okay. Celine Dion has the exact same... I heard this. I don't know if it was like an urban legend or something. It's a weird <laughs> thing to go past. I heard Celine Dion has a home in Quebec, and the exact same home was replicated when she was in Vegas working so that her kid wouldn't be confused of having two different homes. Can you, How twisted and weird would that be if you had, like, like you had the exact same home in... Oh, you're, you're asking how twisted and weird is that? Wouldn't that From make the woman worse? that wore a backwards tuxedo to an award show. She did that? <laughs> yeah, that's one of her most famous moments in time. Oh. She wore a backwards tuxedo and thought it was so groundbreaking. It was. I remember it. And I was a child when I saw that happen. She doesn't I... fuck up her own child, but she fucks up a lot of other children. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess I know nothing about her. I'll still marry her. Well, that's good to know. Okay, let's... Speak French. So we're good at communication. <laughs> so you can communicate. Yeah. Okay, uh, comedians. Jim Carrey, Dan Aykroyd, Justin Bieber. Uh, this if, I, this listen, if I marry Justin, everything. if I marry Justin, I could fuck him a lot. Okay. Uh, that's right? Yeah. Marriage. I could, f- I could fuck him. I mean. Grace, tell me I could fuck Justin Bieber if I marry him. Yes. Okay, I'm going to disregard uh, Dan Aykroyd. Okay. Oh, it's, I know. It's, but it's like platonic. I know. Um, I, I'm going uh, to fuck. I'm going to fuck my boy JC. Yeah. Used to idolize him, so I guess I might as well just throw him good dick well in. Just, yeah, consummate. Yeah. Consummate it. Okay. Um, and I'll marry Justin. Cruise around in his shiny silver Lambo. That sounds great. Take and a lot since, of real moody think about, Instagram think about, photos. Think, think about uh, all you the... You guys being married? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Think about all the, like, fall-off benefits I would have being married to Justin. Tell me one. I'm going to be like, oh, man, they sent you those cool, shiny jeans in, like, triple XL? Weird. Throw them here, buddy. <laughs> Throw them to your husband. Me? You're just in a, a bathrobe and you walk in and you lean against the door of the bedroom. Honey, they sent you the triple XL Armani shiny jeans. Can I have them? Wait, yeah. you called him a comedian. Yeah, I did. I... <laughs> uh, okay. Um, before we move on, last one. Uh, female actresses, Rachel McAdams, uh, Pamela Anderson, mm. Mm. or Justin Bieber. Mm. 
I'm going to uh, disregard Pam. Uh, she'll oh. be back. She'll be back. Did you ever see her in that uh, in the uh, video? Yep, she was great. <laughs> I feel like my my best guess is she's like on drugs there. Uh, drugs, you know, I don't I don't get down with druggly. Okay, she's with too dr- druggly. With someone yeah. that's druggly. Yeah, she's too druggly. Okay. So I disregard her. I'm gonna throw a good dick in to Rachel McAdams. Yeah. 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 Um. And then you'd have to... Hold on, I'm contemplating. Maybe I marry Rachel McAdams. Wow. Yeah. Depends. It depends. If she's a bird, I'm a bird. If she's not, I'm marrying Justin <laughs> Bieber. Yeah. I'll marry, I'll, marry, I'll marry my boy JB. Try and get some shiny jeans out of the door. <laughs> That's what he's good for. Okay, now we're going to move on to some questions submitted from you guys. There was a lot of... Re- She's typing on her computer. Nothing's happening, by the way. It's off. The computer's it's off. It's made of she cardboard. She is fucking insane. <laughs> uh, yeah, someone told me it was real, and they've been letting me use it for two years. <laughs> okay, these are important questions. Uh, may- I feel like they're not, by the way. <laughs> I mean, this is all about trust. They mean a lot to some people, but I feel like they're not important. Well, this one is uh, at Grace... Uh, by the way, I'm so rude. Like, I, I couldn't help but look at your phone, because it's like, blowing up. Oh, yeah, Mamrie's texting I know, me right that's now. what I saw. What a jerk. What? Sorry, it's not Kevin Jonas. <laughs> it's just another very talented musician, Mamrie Hart. Uh, okay, Grace H. Colleen B. wants to know, how many times have you Googled the word taint? I'm patient zero of taint. I'm, you Google it? taint, it starts with me. I, I named that. <laughs> I made it taint. People called it chode before I came around. I was like, nah, taint. You're like, we need to make it more fun to say. Yeah. yeah. And you don't, you, you don't Google those words. That's where a lot of miscommunication happens. You're supposed to hear those words in their natural habitats on the streets. That's how you learn those words. Well, That's why I know what a filthy Reuben is. That's what I know what a hot potato is. You don't Google that shit. Google hot potato. You won't see how it involves nipple piercings. But you don't get that. There are some things you don't get on the internet. Yeah, but if you get into like a long night and you and your friends end up Google image searching micro penis, like it's not the worst night of your life. No. no. Just gonna throw that out there. You've done that. Speaking of memory heart. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Oh, there's just so many good ones. I'm patient zero of micro penis. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather feel your butt burning whenever you fart or have really loud farts? I feel like... I, f- <laughs> I know. Someone, uh, if you... I can't believe that you're going to have the loudest farts and your ass isn't going to burn. <laughs> you just get both. Like, it just happens. <laughs> The first thing you thought about it. Yeah. I didn't see it was like my own burning butt in my own privacy. Yeah, that's the worst where uh, if I could just dive deep into descriptive fart talk for a second. <laughs> like where you're sitting there and someone's looking at you and you're just like, uh-oh. That one's, <laughs> that one's hot, uncomfortable, and you are in the dead zone. So take like six big steps back. I've actually, like, you know what happens? Want, none of us want to have to play this silent eye-looking game of who did it. It's like a murder mystery at that point. That's me in an elevator. I look at the person. I'm like, it's me. You don't have it yet, but you're going to get it soon. I suggest you get off the next floor. Let me hit it for you. This is my elevator now. <laughs> it becomes, like, outbreak. <laughs> or, like, save yourself. I'll live in this. 
Well, that's, I mean, I'm learning, Harley, that you're one of the more responsible human beings that live on this earth. Yeah. 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 Um, this person, Super Trace, asked, I think, 13 times in a row, would you rather be a toothbrush or sock? And, like, they got real emphatic about uh, it. I like, saw that, too. You know what? Yeah. I actually, I was like, oh, my God, I have all these mentions. I'm like, what kind of weird thing happened in my life that I <laughs> fucked up and now I'm in trouble? And I'm like, oh, okay, no, Grace just asked people to put questions. Yeah. And then I go and I saw that question. Yeah, it's a uh, lot. And then I stopped reading because I was like, I don't want to. Yeah, like, wanna... if this is going to be the par for the course of this thing I'm about to do, I'm going to shut I'm like, I flew down. in for this shit. Uh, <laughs> Um, then I thought about it. I actually thought about it then, so I actually I pre-thought of this answer. Okay, what um, would it be? The difference is, like, basically, if I simplify it the most, as a sock, mm -hmm. you'll be eating, like, foot cheese. As a toothbrush, you'll be eating leftover chewed-up cheese. I would rather eat cheese that was chewed up in someone's mouth and spat into my mouth as a toothbrush rather than live on someone's foot eating their foot cheese. Okay, but you forgot about the companionship that happened. Socks are a pair. So if you would be... Yeah, so if I was Derek's sock, he comes in me. Wow. <laughs> wow, I'm so happy to be a sock. Fair, fair, fair answer. No follow-ups. Um, okay, super <laughs> sour... Can you say come in me on your show? I mean, we've said too much already. <laughs> Sour Patch Senior wants to know, if you were an alien, what would your method of invading planet Earth be? Which is actually a very interesting question and also can provoke a lot of weird answers. Yeah, um, the thing is, when you happen to tickle my fancy with a particular question, I can get, like, I'm really deep. Fancy. And we don't get not too deep here. Okay. So, uh, I mean, like, ultimately... Mm -hmm what I would want to do, and it's not even like a fun answer, it's just like, I, I think a lot about it, is uh, uh, assuming I'm an alien race, I wouldn't want to violate the prime directive, so what I would do is, I'd probably set up camp nearby Earth, floating above stealth mode, I would dress as the locals, I, was in, I would invade, I would, I would monitor their culture, monitor how uh, aggressive they are, I would determine if it's worth invading or not. This planet is about 250 years, okay, fuck it. I, I would just fucking probe people's asses. <laughs> Next. See, my thought is that you gotta go straight to the ruler of the universe, which is Oprah, and then you just gotta get in with Stedman, <laughs> who I think might be an alien race to begin with, and then you go from there. You get your own show on the OWN network, and then you just infiltrate the minds of the influential uh, middle-aged female... Oprah. Oprah. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, either Oprah or assholes. I'm one or the other. <laughs> That's going to be the name of my Etsy shop. <laughs> <laughs> Oprah or assholes. I will pre-order the first 100 things on the site, regardless of what <laughs> I promise you. If you do that, I will do that. Oh, this was actually an interesting question that I did want to hear your opinion on. Uh, what do you think is the funniest Canadian stereotype? Because you guys get stereotyped a lot, but you have very nice stereotypes because you guys are very nice from what I've seen. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, now you're very arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys should get your own podcast. <laughs> uh, you know, that's what's funny about it is I think that, like, a lot of the stereotypes, um, you know, like, being super apologetic, uh -huh. 
like I'm from Montreal. Like no one's super apologetic in Montreal at all. Really? You're like Montreal. I hold the door open for someone. I'm like, yo, you better fucking th- say thank you. And it's like, yo, dog, don't hold the door for me then. It's like, okay, maybe I won't. Okay, have a good day. Is yeah, that- you too. <laughs> um, I don't know. You know what? I I never say a boot. Oh, yeah. And you know what? I speak, this is Toronto. I speak really differently Canadian from people in Toronto. Like, I'll I'll say a banana. And here we'll say, like, a banana. Did that sound different to you? No. I say, like, (laughs) yo, I'm going to put on my pants and go dancing. Pants. And that's Montreal. And here people will be like, pants. pants That's more, yeah, that's like a United States. Pants. Yeah, I almost want to say, like, Toronto has, like, a more regular accent. Okay. And I guess the whole French-Canadian thing makes it different. Like, I call gas, gas. <laughs> like, oh, shit, we're running out of gas. Let's go get some gas. Like, it's a Z. Right, which is a Z. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> is it? <laughs> um, no, that's, yeah, that's I'll also say close the lights. Oh, instead of turn off the lights? Yeah, I say close the lights. Uh, Do people here say close the lights? Whoa, whoa. Do people here say close the lights? Some, wow. This, I mean, I don't like getting into politics too much on the show, (laughs) but we really tapped in. Uh, Okay, what is the most useless bathroom item? Probably yeah, the uh, stumped everyone. Because <laughs> everyone's like, everything in a bathroom is useful. You know the uh, no the uh, the brush, the, brush? the toilet brush. Oh no, because okay, here's why that is. You not... scratch your back with it. No, uh. like, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> but uh, if you're ever in like a clogging toilet scenario and you don't have a plunger, you need to make do with what you can. And you need to think about everything that can possibly be shoved in that toilet before your own hand has to go in there. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and so that brush becomes a really wonderful ally. <laughs> never, never met a situation I couldn't plunge with some good force and a good plunger. I got a serious <laughs> plunger. It's one of the first things on the list. I'm like, sick house this is great. Let's go get a plunger. Like, we don't even have toilet paper yet. But I'm like, we're getting that plunger first. Wow. Um, okay. So- I say that it's called a toilet brush, right? Sure, now, yes. I could live my life without that. Okay, without the toilet brush. I think the most useless item is when you buy a separate soap holder that doesn't have soap in it, that you're going to pour your soap into this decorative soap holder in your bathroom. You're going to use it one time moving in, and then afterwards you're going to be like, I'm going to buy the method bottle that comes already looking cute and put it there. Yeah, why do we do do that? How humans, eh? Humans. uh, It's what? It's pretty... Yeah. Pretty stupid. Pretty dumb. (laughs) Uh, okay, Cece Minaj wants to know, how's your armpit? You know that one. Uh, is that a real thing, or is this just complete? No, I don't I, Maybe. Is it? What? Oh, is that? Did I ever... Have I ever spoke about that? Oh, yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. One armpit smells differently than the other. Do you want to smell them right now and tell me? I haven't even checked. For you? You mean that's a personal issue, or you mean every human has one? So, like, this okay. one is... Uh, like, I wake up in the morning, right. and this side will smell like, like my dope body wash and deodorant that always impresses me how good it smells when I mix <laughs> them together with my natural odor. Uh-huh. And then this one smells like a stranger who's been stuck in a taxi cab. <laughs> it smells like a stranger who's, like, who's, who's just 
been living in a taxi cab. Every morning. Every morning. I'm like literally like, yeah. And I get to this side. I'm like, who are you? <laughs> who are you? Like, I even look at that, and I'm like, how would I ever smell like that? That's not me. That's and not me. That's never been me. That yeah, this guy. You want to you get in there? Sure. It's not even bad now. It's I feel like bad. I should. That, yeah, that smells like a dude's armpit. <laughs> yeah, you got to catch it in the morning. <laughs> it's not, like, now, like, I, I, like, cleaned before this. This is not the same. Sure, but sure, tomorrow, sure. Ooh, I don't know him. Wow, okay. Don't know him at all. Well, that should add nicely to your unending existential crisis. <laughs> um, Harley, I'm, I want to thank you for being here. We're running out of time on the podcast. But before we go, I'm going to give you the gift that every guest on the podcast gets. You've already received yeah. this once before. Uh, that's not a slogan that should be taken out of context. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, I'm going to let you tweet whatever you want from my account uh, right now, just nothing racist or homophobic. I won't. Actually, I'm going to explain to everyone how this works. Okay. Is, uh, Grace has gotten a lot of followers in the last little while, so I don't care about making a joke or doing something funny. I'm actually going to take this for the most maximum monetary value I can take from it. <laughs> I'm going to request that Grace's followers follow me on all social media. I'm not here to have fun, people. This is a business. And I have just been given the keys to something very valuable, so I'm going to use it. Well, that's, I mean, honestly, you can take the teacher out of the high school. You can't take the teaching out of the guy. And so uh, make sure that you guys, if you aren't already, following Harley across all of his social media platforms, I highly, highly recommend following him on Snapchat because... It's just stories that... I hashtagged it ad and sponsored. Ad and sponsored? Oh, thank God. Just make sure that you... Oh, oh. See you just got an envelope. If this is an envelope that says Kevin Jonas wants to see you backstage after the show. I'm, it, oh, thank why you. Why does it say drugs on it? <laughs> what the hell? Oh, oh it's because it's your birthday soon. I know, yeah. It is. Thank, Guys, thank it's her birthday you. in Russia. In Russia, yes. Well, um, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here, Harley. Harley flew in today to come to this and has to like leave town tomorrow, tomorrow. to go do a bunch of other things. So I would have said no to everyone else except you. That's very kind. So make sure you give Harley a big round of applause for being here. Thanks so much. And thank you guys for being here. Uh, this was really fun. And thank you for being such a supportive audience at the first live installment of Not Too Deep. I hope to do this again in the future. Have a great night, Toronto. Thanks. Too deep, too deep, too deep, not too deep. This Grace Helbig. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, produced and directed by Jack Ferry. Thanks to Eileen and everyone at the YouTube space, and an extra special thanks to Flula for our awesome theme music. Too deep, too deep, too deep, not too deep. This Grace Helbig. Whatever struggles you are facing, from depression and anxiety to trauma and grief, BetterHelp can connect you with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, as well as chat and text with your therapist. And anything you share is completely confidential. Best of all, it is affordable, and you will get 10% off your first month with the discount code GRACE. So why not get started? Go to BetterHelp.com slash GRACE. Fill out a questionnaire to get matched 
with a counselor that you'll love today. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, producer Melissa D. Montz, 